In this episode, you're going to learn the two biggest factors that kill health supplement cold traffic funnel conversions. Let's get it started. Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. Every multi-million dollar direct-to-consumer supplement company knows that the way to grow is to acquire customers at cost or slightly above cost, meaning they're paying to acquire a customer. The way they do that is through a cold traffic funnel. A cold traffic funnel is very different than another type of funnel. What's different is the audience. And most supplement companies just kind of throw it out there to the copywriter, meaning they they just hope that the copywriter that they hire knows what they're doing to convert cold traffic. And there are many different types of copywriters out there. Uh, in the health space and the big supplement companies will pay for the top dollar a-list writers who know who are charging 20 to fifty thousand dollars for a sales letter but the smaller guy can't really do that but even the big guys they're in my opinion they're kind of doing it wrong they are just throwing money and hoping that someone else solves the problem. They're hoping that the copywriter's success track record is uh, worth what they're paying. And it's not really always the case. Because almost every copywriter overlooks these two biggest factors. And, And these are the factors that kill cold conversion. Like I said, converting a cold visitor with a cold traffic funnel is different. What's different is the audience. The audience doesn't know, like, or trust you. They are cold, meaning they have never seen you or heard of you before. Cold traffic is the hardest traffic to convert to a sale. But without cold traffic conversions... Supplement companies are not able to grow and scale. You can build a supplement company using warm traffic, like building an email list and then nurturing them and then selling them, or even going the affiliate route, which is a great route, which is kind of warm uh, because your affiliate uh, theoretically uh, has a relationship with that list, although a lot of affiliates kind of... uh, hammer the list so much that the relationship is eroded and it gets closer to cold traffic than warm in my opinion but those things are not really what the big boys are kind of making work anyone who has a 20 million and up in revenue uh, direct to consumer supplement company is making cold traffic work to to some degree Maybe they're not banging it out of the park, but they are acquiring a customer likely at a cost. They're probably not breaking even, which could totally work. It really comes down to the economics uh, and the funnel economics, and that's a whole sort of separate podcast. I believe we did some episodes on that earlier on. 
Um, if you want to go back into the archives, you can find them. But let's get back to our, our topic at hand here. The two biggest factors that kill health supplement cold traffic funnel conversions. Those are motivation and awareness. And most copywriters don't take those two into perspective. Instead, they focus mainly on being persuasive and writing persuasive copy to get someone to take action. That's really important and necessary, but if you're not coming at it from a place of a cold visitor, from the perspective of motivation and awareness, the copy is not going to convert. This is where the disconnect between the copy and the traffic comes in. The entrepreneur spends $50,000 uh, on sales persuasive sales copy. The copywriter goes off, does his magic, and comes back with you know, a 30-page sales letter. Then the entrepreneur uh, kind of takes it from there. And the copywriter is kind of out of the picture. And the disconnect is in between those steps because the entrepreneur then needs to get traffic for that sales page. He needs to test that sales letter to see how it does. And the traffic that he buys is going to determine, uh, or the temperature of that traffic, I should say, that is sent to that sales page is going to determine the success or failure of acquiring a customer. And typically, you're sending cold traffic. And when a visitor lands on a page from your from cold traffic, they're, they're really coming from a different mindset. Their motivation and awareness level is different than any other type of traffic. It's different than warm traffic in, in, in your email list. Cold traffic is always unaware of your product. And quite often, most of the time, they're unaware of even the problem. You're really kind of interrupting them uh, in their internet rabbit hole, right? They're going on Instagram, they're looking at pictures, suddenly they see this ad, spikes their interest, that's great, it gets the click, that's great, takes them to a video sales letter or a sales page, that's great, and now that's where the disconnect between the motivation and the copywriting happens, Awareness of the product and the problem goes back to the five stages of marketplace awareness. We covered this concept back in episodes, I think, 11 and 12 in quite some depth. So I'm just going to do a quick recap here of the different stages of awareness. Stage one is completely unaware. Your prospect is not aware of their problem or the need for a solution. Stage two, your prospect is problem aware. Your prospect is only aware of the problem and nothing else. Stage three, they are solution aware. Your prospect is aware of the problem and the different solutions available to them. Stage four, they are product aware. They are aware of the problem and the solution, but they aren't sure which solution is right for them. And stage five, is most aware. Your prospect is aware of what you offer and how it meets their needs specifically. So it goes from unaware, problem aware, solution aware, product aware, to most aware. And knowing what level you're writing to is half of the key to converting cold traffic. And a good copywriter will ask you uh, what traffic you're sending this to. But the other half is the audience motivation level. 
the motivation of cold traffic is always very, very low on the motivation scale because motivation is really the, their readiness to buy. And they're not ready to buy because they are cold traffic, because they were looking at something else and then found this interesting ad and clicked it, and now they're kind of taken down this rabbit hole. Let's break down the three levels on the motivation scale so you can kind of see how this works. So they really go from med low, medium to high, right? On the low level, the prospect is not ready to buy. On the medium level of motivation, the prospect could take action, but may need more convincing. And at the high level, the prospect is completely ready to buy. Both the motivation scale and the stage of awareness are key parts of cracking the cold traffic code. So a person needs to go from cold visitor to warm prospect to hot buyer all in one session, all on one page. This is the difference between a direct response landing page and a normal landing page, which is very different than someone buying from Amazon. On Amazon, they're already in the hot stage of motivation. They're actively looking to buy. Amazon is basically a buyer's search engine. It's also very different from a website e-commerce sales page. With an e-commerce sales page, the visitor takes several clicks to buy, right? And they get warmed up along the way. First, they go to the homepage, then they look at the product detail pages, then maybe they go back to the category level pages, and then to another product detail pages, and they kind of consume content uh, along the way. Maybe they stop at a blog post, maybe they come in at a blog post, and then go to a product detail pages. That's kind of like a pre-sale page. The point is they're getting warmed up at the stages and they're moving around. Or they may be coming to your e-commerce page from an email list that already warmed them up uh, in that email copy. In which case, the buying intent is high and that is what warms them up there. Their motivation is, is warming up at each step. They have a more active posture towards the buying frame because they were seeking you out. Cold traffic conversion is quite different. Writing for both the marketplace stage and the motivational level are vital to having cold traffic convert, which is why a hook that is a few steps removed from the solution and often even removed from the problem works so well. This is where the interrupt comes back in. This is where the visitor, again, is maybe just surfing on Facebook and they come across your ad. It's that pattern interrupt. It's that hook that pulls them in because that's really where they're coming from. Remember the stages. They're coming from the point of uh, low motivation. Prospect is not ready to buy and the are coming from maybe stage one, completely unaware. Uh, they're not aware of the problem or the solution. Or maybe they're coming from stage two, they're aware of the problem, but they are only aware of the problem and nothing else. They're not aware that it can be solved or of your particular solution to it. So the hook pulls in the prospect. That's the big idea. So first, before presenting the solution, the big idea aims 
at the exact stage that the traffic is going after. This is that connection between the traffic and the temperature of the traffic it comes back. This is the, the glue that's going to connect those two pieces together. Um, with cold traffic, your best bet is to aim for stage one or two, unaware or problem aware. Aiming higher than stage two, and you won't be able to interest cold traffic enough because their motivation level is so low, you won't be able to scale them. So let's take a look at some examples of this. Here's a headline that targets the problem aware stage. One simple trick to reverse your diabetes naturally. Now that's not compliant in any way, but the big idea here is that there's a trick and the hook is that you can reverse it naturally. The only reason it could work is because of the claim it's making. That is to reverse diabetes. You take out that claim and this no longer has any power. I'm sure you've seen this claim and hook before. It's just replace diabetes with any condition and, and you've got the same hook and big idea. It's a formulaic big idea and hook. If you're a supplement entrepreneur, I'm sure you've seen this in the marketplace. If you're a copywriter that writes in the health niche, I'm sure you've seen this. And if you're a consumer, you probably already saw this as well. So different flavors of this is really just kind of replacing that middle part of it, right? The one simple trick to reverse, the one simple trick to cure, to eliminate, to remove, uh, and then basically you fill in the problem at the end. The chances are, like I said, that your audience has also seen this hook before is pretty high. And anytime there is a formula hook like this, the effectiveness of the promise erodes more and more. This erodes trust, which is a critical part of converting supplement buyers. And this is how the marketplace sits, uh, sophistication evolves and matures to the next stage. The hook kind of gets worn out because so many people have seen it before. Here's another example that also targets the problem aware stage. It's another headline, and here it goes like this. Can Daniel's diabetic miracle naturally heal diabetes in as little as three days? So that is actually in the marketplace used on a VSL. Also not compliant, by the way. But since it implies it can heal a disease state uh, and even mentions the word diabetes, those are the reasons why that's not compliant. This is a variation of the one above, and it's in the form of a question. So the formula looks like this. Can big idea remove problem in as little as a specific time-bound period? I'll read it again. Can, the big idea is Daniel's diabetic miracle. Can Daniel's diabetic miracle uh, remove the problem, which is naturally cure diabetes, and then they add the specific time-bound period in as little as X number of days, weeks, months, etc. So the important thing here is not the formula, but that it speaks to the right stage of the traffic. You may have heard that you have to speak to your target audience. To do that, knowing exactly what stage the market you're targeting is, is the key. But to convert cold traffic into sales, you can't just meet them where they are. A cold visitor is not going to buy unless you take them through the remaining stages 
all in the same sales letter. And that is part of the glue that's missing. The very beginning of the sales letter addresses the stage of the marketplace awareness head on. If you don't nail the stage you're targeting to the message, then your cold traffic funnel is going to be dead in the water. This is what we refer to as a a market message mismatch. If the prospect is at the bottom stage level, let's say stage level one, completely unaware, they don't even know they have a problem. In that case, you can't begin with the headlines above. That won't work. If you're going to target stage two, the problem aware stage, those might work with that headlines. But you need to remember that the audience in stage two are only aware of the problem and nothing else. So your lead copy needs to continue that thread. You have to meet them at the stage two, which is where they are. In either case, the audience doesn't even know your product, much less how to solve their problem. So therefore, the sales copy needs to help the visitor realize that they have a problem. The copy warms them up. It speaks to the user's problems and instills hope of a solution. Can you kind of see where this is going? The copy is actually moving the prospect through all five stages. In stage three, the solution aware stage, the old way is introduced. This acknowledges the awareness of the old solution to the problem. The sales letter formula highlights the flaws of those old solutions, and then it provides hope of the new way and then takes them to stage four, all in the same place. Stage four is product aware. This is where your dietary supplement gets introduced. They are now aware of your solution to their problem, not the offer, but the solution. The motivation level rises from low to medium. The new way is introduced along with how it's different and how it works. This is where the science comes in. This is where the ingredients comes in. But they still need convincing. You're still building value while raising the motivation to the crescendo in the final section. Now the reader is the most aware at the most aware stage. And if you've done everything right, their motivation level is high and they are ready to try your solution. Now you can begin to guide them to make a purchase. The big difference is that all of those happen at different points and at different uh, sales pages. Even even at, at this is kind of refers back to the omni-channel kind of um, thinking. And the difference is that in the omni-channel, the customer is going from place to place to place and elevating up those stages. But in the direct response world, that one sales letter, that one page, that one step or a two-step where they get a pre-sale to sales page, it's truncated. They're taking all of those steps in that same journey, but they're doing it much faster. And that is how the companies are able to convert buyers, uh, cold traffic buyers, and break even or close to break even on day one. So it's not entirely about just persuasive copy. It's not entirely about just speaking to the audience or knowing who the audience is. It is also about their motivation level and building that motivation level and also about the marketplace awareness level, the traffic that you're bringing them in on, where you're meeting them in the motivation level uh, pyramid and 
taking them through the marketplace awareness stages all the way to the closing copy and the final sale. This is why direct response is so, so different than e-commerce or any other type of sale. Hope you enjoy that episode. Uh, Leave me a review if you found this uh, insightful and tune in for next episode. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.